0: Hello Shan babies. Konnichiwa. Ni hao. Today is a new episode of Shan on the podcast where I just talk about whatever I feel like talking about. This episode is going to be about my Tokyo and Hong Kong travels with my friend Katie. As I mentioned in my last episode with Tokyo Disney that this one will be about the city stuff. And the next episode is going to be about hong kong disney and then after that we are doing something completely different because this is not a disney podcast it just happened to be two of the three last episodes well i just want to first thank you for listening to my last podcast and i hope you enjoyed it so as i mentioned this episode is about my travels with my friend katie after tokyo disney we went to downtown tokyo for a bit and then afterwards we flew to Hong Kong and stayed there for a couple days as well. So to start off, Tokyo was amazing. It was such a great combination of traditional architecture and more modern styles. And you could see that not only in the buildings, but also the clothing people would wear. You would see a bunch of traditional outfits right next to a bunch of really modern day outfits. It was really cool. So Katie and I went to Tokyo mid-March, which it was a little bit cold. Like we needed a light jacket and we wore pants, not short. But that meant that it was cherry blossom season. Sakura, which was so beautiful. It was one of my favorite parts about Tokyo. We honestly thought we were about to miss it because I think it had bloomed. They had bloomed a few days or a few weeks or like a week before we were supposed to get there, but luckily they were still there. But more on that later on. Another thing about Tokyo is that it was a super respectful place. In my last episode, I said how the first couple rows at Tokyo Disney were sitting down so everyone could see the parade. Well, it was just everywhere. Everyone was super respectful. Everyone that I talked to was really nice and helpful. So an example of one of the cultural differences we saw were when you were walking down the street people you could tell people are staring at you but as you were like passing by them they would like look away so that i guess you don't feel awkward but there were definitely people staring which is fine i understand and not only that in transportation they are also super respectful They even have little signs that say you can't talk on your phone or be quiet in this car. I think they had designated... That might have been Hong Kong, but there were designated cars where you could speak on your phone. And then designated quiet cars. So I should touch on this. As a person of color, especially black people, I know that it can sometimes be worrying about how other countries are going to treat you. And I know I've seen videos of people who weren't necessarily treated bad but treated differently in Asian countries. But my experience, I didn't have any of those bad interactions. I feel like since we stayed mainly in Tokyo, they were more used to that. Rather than being in a rural city where they might not get that many visitors, so it might be a complete shock to them. I'm someone who gives people the benefit of the doubt, so I'm not assuming most of these people would... Great, my cat's meowing. So I'm just giving the benefit of the of the doubt because I don't think that most of them are doing it maliciously but overall I felt very safe in Tokyo and I never felt scared. Later on you'll see how comfortable Katie and I got in Tokyo which probably not the best idea but whatever you'll see I'll, t- I'll bring it up again. So Tokyo day one was our first non-Disney day so basically we spent the day packing up from our hotel and then we took... I don't know, the monorail probably, to the little, what their version of Disney Springs is. It was a pretty big mall, but we just were kind of hungry, so we went and found some food. And I can't remember where we were, or where we ended up at. It was like at Applebee's or a TGI Friday's or something. It was very American, but you know, sometimes you get a little craving for some American food. And we don't have either of those in Canada, so... I'm always excited for that. And I remember our waitress being really nice. I'm pretty sure she was uh, practicing her English with us a little bit, but she was obviously much better at speaking English than we were at speaking Japanese because I know like three words in Japanese and she talked to us no problem at all. I'm pretty sure she wanted to go to LA or she was planning on going to LA or something. So I hope she got to do that. So after that, we hauled all our stuff and we took the train into Tokyo to the Shinjuku borough. I guess. That's what I'm going to call it, a borough. Um, Where our next hotel was. We stayed at the E-hotel Higashi, right downtown... I don't know if it's technically downtown i don't really know i'm just gonna call it downtown shinjuku our hotel was great i really enjoyed it um we were mainly there just to sleep anyway so we didn't really need anything super fancy but i will warn you that hotels in tokyo are tiny this was the smallest room i've ever seen basically the only room we had was the pathway from the door to the bed in between the bed there was enough space for a person to walk through and between one of the other beds and the bathroom there's enough space for a person to walk through and then the bathroom is really tiny too. It was fine. Like, I'm not complaining about it because it was a really good price. I'm just letting you know that the bedrooms in Tokyo are very tiny. So if you're expecting a hotel room like a normal one in America, like two queen beds, a TV, a desk, blah, 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 blah. You're probably not going to get that for the price that we paid. But again, no complaints. I really liked the hotel. It was really close to the core of Shinjuku. So it didn't take us very long to walk there. Maybe about... 15, 20 minutes or so. It was a really nice walk too because we got to see all the buildings and the lights and everything. So we relaxed at our hotel for a bit and then we got ready to explore the neighborhood and get some ramen. Which I had personally never had ramen before. I had never even had real Mr. Noodles before. And now I'm addicted. When we got downtown, Katie found a little ramen restaurant. Which was kind of hidden. It was down some stairs. There wasn't really a big, big sign out. But it was so tasty, guys. Like, I literally think about this ramen at least twice a week. I'm not even joking. It was so good. I All I want to do is go back and eat it. Um, we got to use like a touch screen to order which was fun i had no idea what i was ordering i just ordered whatever katie was ordering and it worked out it was super good and also there were a lot of locals there so you knew it had to be good because in my opinion if you're at a local restaurant and the locals are there it's probably good food shinjuku was really awesome to walk around personally i love big cities i love skyscrapers i love lights so it was a really great place for me to be i really really enjoyed it there were so many stores and restaurants and lights a dream come true we went to this um arcade it was multi-stories tall there were arcade games on one floor and like bill billiards or whatever and then there was an entire floor dedicated to taking instant photo like polaroid picture things like photo booths essentially katie and i were like okay we're doing this and so we did it, and our pictures came out p- pretty well, I think. We had no idea what we were doing, but what we did end up doing was really cute. It was also weird because people were smoking inside, which is not a thing in Canada. You can't smoke inside buildings, so that part was weird to me, but I guess when in when in Tokyo, do as the Tokyo people do. What are Tokyo people called? To- Tok- Tokians? Tokyo Nights? I don't know. after the arcade, we just walked around Shinjuku for a bit looking in random stores, which was fun. And then we went back to our tiny hotel room to get some rest. So our second day in Tokyo was jam packed. We did so much in such a short amount of time. I was actually pretty impressed with ourselves. We started our day by going to this little cafe that was near our place. I believe Mimi said it was a chain. I got this cute little donut, whatever it was, it was good. Then we made our way towards the Shinjuku Gion National Garden, which is where all the cherry blossoms were. The garden itself would have been beautiful, even if the sakura was not blooming, but it was extra magical seeing all the flowers on the trees. It was so pretty, like, I could cry. And it wasn't even that far away from our hotel, we were able to just walk there. So after we finished taking pictures at the garden, we went to the tokyo metro to shibuya to explore we started off at the meiji shrine which was very cool to see as you made your way down towards the shrine there were all these beautiful barrels of sake and they had such pretty designs on them the walk alone is really nice it was this tall forest the trees were obviously very old it was something out of a movie i'd say studio ghibli movie Then you got to the actual shrine. They had this place where you could wash your hands a specific way to cleanse yourself or something, which I did, and Katie did too. And then there was the actual shrine. You could write little prayers on a piece of paper, and I'm pretty sure we saw a wedding happening there. That could be me making something up, but I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, it was really, really nice, and it was a nice walk, and it was was busy, but nothing overwhelming, unlike Harajuku, which was the next stop that was the most busiest street I've ever been on I don't even know how Katie and I managed to stay together there was a lot happening they had crepe stores that giant cotton candy rainbow flower thing you've probably seen on Instagram there was lots of fashion stores and even a Disney store there it was really cool and we actually ended up eating at an Italian place in Harajuku and it was pretty good from what I can remember After Harajuku, we went to the Imperial Palace to walk around, and honestly, it was really big, and we kind of got a little lost inside the palace grounds. We were trying to find one particular point, and we just couldn't find it, and we were just like, okay, we should just give up now. And plus, I'm pretty sure this is when Katie's ankle started hurting, so we didn't want to keep walking around endlessly and aimlessly anyways, so we just decided to go to our next stop. So our second last step of the day was at the Sensoji Temple, which was a really cool temple to see. It was amongst all these buildings that were more modern, and then you had this giant red building with beautiful designs on it, and it was just really pretty to see. So we actually got to the temple right before closing, which we had enough time to see inside the temple, but then they started ushering everyone out, which was a little hectic, but like nothing too crazy. But right after was the most chaotic 10 minutes of my life in Tokyo. So Katie and I are just looking what we should do next, just standing off to the side. These two boys come up to us and we're like, okay, they were our age. So these two men came up to us and then they asked, are you guys Canadian? And I said, yes, because I am. And then they asked, did you go to Carleton University, which I said, yes, because I did. And then they said, so do we, we recognized you. And I just kind of stared at them because I had no idea who these people were. Yeah, that was awkward. I have this thing. If I don't know you're going to be somewhere, like I just will not recognize anything and just get stunned. One time my parents came to visit me at my place of work. They were literally waving at me and I had no idea who they were. I was just like, why are these people waving at me? So I get if you're if someone comes up to me and I don't know who you are, I'm just gonna be like, huh? Um, we probably could have said something more to them, but I don't even remember what we said to them. Then right after that, this is including the 10 minutes of chaos, Katie and I were taking pictures in front of the shrine, and these two old Japanese, I'm assuming, men came up to us and asked if we wanted us wanted them to take our picture. And we were like, okay, cool. And we kind of just handed them our phones without even thinking. We just left our bags there. This is where we probably should have been a little more cautious, but we weren't. Um, These men just started taking our, like, they were taking our picture and it was fun. Um, And then halfway through, we were like, we probably should not have left our bags with these random people. They could have very well easily stolen them. They didn't. And then right after they were like, oh, well, can we take pictures with you? So we took some pictures with them. Don't wanna know what they were doing with those pictures afterwards, but it's fine, we will not think about it for too long. And yeah, that concludes my uh, 10 minutes of chaos in Tokyo. So after our Sensoji temple experience, we walked to the Tokyo Sky Tree, which we originally planned to go up in, but the line was really long and it was kind of expensive. So we just said we'll forget it for now. We can always we can always fly back to Japan another time. <laughs> but we decided to skip it and just eat. Um, some crepes which was delicious and we wandered around this on mall area that was right beside it we got to see this really cool pokemon store and there is um, a themed cafe i can't remember if it was themed to pokemon or kirby but it was something super cute and you needed special reservations to get into them so we did not get to go into those but it was very cute to look at regardless and that makes our last day or our last full day in tokyo the next day was a travel day. Um, Honestly, we got lost from our hotel to the bus stop to get to the airport, which was actually a little stressful because we thought maybe we wouldn't be able to get a bus to the airport and have to pay a lot of money in taxis if that even were the case. Um, and it was like a 40-minute drive on the bus or something. It was not a short ride. Good thing we left early because we did eventually find the bus station and we did miss our bus. But there was another bus really soon after that we were able to get on. No problem. They were very understanding and just were like, okay, sure, why not? And just let us go onto the bus. So that was really nice and really good. And always make sure you are early to things when it comes to traveling. Never be late. (laughs) So once we got to the airport, we got some ramen again. I picked up some melon bread to take over to Hong Kong with us and got a little Sakura sticker for my computer, which I have not put on yet because I feel like my computer is getting old and I'll need to get a new one soon anyways. So... We'll see about that. And then we got on the plane. I believe it was about a five-hour long flight, and it was a pretty good flight. No complaints. Once we reached Hong Kong, um, the airport was massive, but beautiful. She's a mammoth, of course. To get from the airport to where we needed to go, which was central downtown Hong Kong, we just took the train to the station that we needed to get to, so central station, I believe, and then you pay once you get off the train and then we switched over to the one that'll take us to our hotel it was actually really easy to get to the metro in hong kong is really easy to use and the actual lines there's not that many but they go all over hong kong and it's just a really great setup honestly so we got to our hotel which was the best western plus central it was a really nice hotel um it kind of looked like a cruise ship inside uh, the room was much bigger than ours in Tokyo. We had an amazing view. We got to look out at all these tall buildings. And then behind that was Victoria Peak, which is the mountain, I guess, behind Tokyo. Or not Tokyo, sorry. Behind Hong Kong. It was so great. I loved it. I really loved Hong Kong. It was one of the coolest places I've ever been. Okay, so this is actually 20 minutes already. So I'm going to stop this there and then do a different podcast for our Hong Kong trips so that they're not too long. I will put this one out on Tuesday and I'll put Hong Kong out Wednesday and then I'll put Hong Kong Disney out on Thursday. So there'll be three episodes this week, I think. Well, I hope you enjoyed this section of the travel podcast. I really loved Tokyo. I thought it was such a beautiful city and I loved seeing the old and the new come together to make this incredible, incredible place. If you do get the chance to go to Tokyo, I highly recommend going when it's Sakura season because it is so beautiful. The flowers are so, so pretty. And it's just something someone should experience, I think. I know you can experience it in other places, but where I live, you can't. So maybe I'm just biased because I've never seen them before. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Shin On which is Shannon Tokyo, I guess, not Tokyo and Hong Kong. I only made this decision now that I was going to do half and half, so the intro will not match the what is talked about. But yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. If you want to rate, comment, subscribe, that would be amazing. And if you have any questions about Tokyo, I'll always be happy to answer them. I hope you learned something new. I enjoyed talking about it, and I'll see you tomorrow for our Hong Kong travel episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Shan Babies.